Christos Sachane on K-Talk, your number one news and talk station. It is a Thursday. We're hiking with Tim Lundy. Any of your hiking-related questions be part of the conversation. 021-446-0567. Our focus for this evening will be on the Mountain Safety Forum. Andre! Hi, Coquetto. How are you doing, brother? <clears throat> I'm good, thanks. Thanks for having me here tonight. Yeah, you know, friend of the show. We, we've spoken to you a couple of times. We always make reference to you, and I'm glad that you are finally able to come into studio. Did it have to take... This guy to <laughs> this guy to drag you out from false bayside. I've been begging him for a long time. <laughs> oh really? You gatekeeping? <laughs> yeah, What's going on, Tim Lundy? Not much. It's all been pretty quiet, actually. I'm glad that we, and what we normally do, of course, is we do a, a, a rescue recap, safety, safety recap, but with Andre here, uh, that is what we're going to be focusing on, uh, safety and what's happening um, on the false bayside. So, uh, Safety re- or the, the rescue. Rescue, rescue recap. Um, the only one that I can report is at uh, the Otter Trail. Apparently somebody had to be airlifted um, out of there. And in the Cape, pretty much nothing. It got to the point where I actually had to check my phone to see whether it had actually been deleted off the group or not. <laughs> because it was just so quiet. It's, I'm, I'm not used to it being this quiet, which, which is fantastic. Yeah, it's, you're it's not great. complaining, are you? No, not at all. But... Um, yeah, I just had to double check that everything was the way it should be and can't believe that it's been as quiet as it has. And it's great. It's fantastic that it has. I think we had one call yesterday which didn't even end up being a call because the, the person got taken off in a private vehicle. So Nice one. And then yeah. you went out on a hike uh, last week. Sunday it was, yeah? Sunday, yeah. I saw you and bragging with the photos that you sent me. <laughs> so um, it, it, it's such a... Good response that um, I'm going to be doing it again this weekend on Sunday. And um, I know how much you love to be invited on these hikes, so mm-hmm. I'm inviting you now. Great, great. <laughs> it's it's right up your alley. It's not a strenuous walk by any means. You start by just doing a bit of a climb and then onto a contour path and then walk the full length of Table Mountain from one end to the other um, to Clough Corner and then down. And what makes it special at this time of the year is the fact that you've got all the waterfalls in full flow at the moment. And so Saturday, we've got a whole lot of rain coming and Sunday is clear. So the conditions are perfect again. And the reason I want to do it this time is because I want to take my bigger camera as opposed to just my cell phone mm-hmm. and try and get some really good photographs of the of the waterfalls. So have you got enough people? Are we inviting people? What? No, I've, got, I've always got people. I've always got enough people. So you're not going to say... Well, I mean, if anyone wants to join me, they're always welcome to join me. That's the, that's always the invitation. Okay, shall we then? Details? Sunday? Saturday? So, Saturday, it's... Um, eight no, Sunday. Sunday. It's raining yes, on yeah, Sunday. Yes, yeah. So okay. Sunday, 8.15, that um, we meet at the low parking lot at Kloofnik. So as you turn on to Toffelberg Road to go to the cable station, there are parking lots on your mm. left-hand side. Mm-hmm. And so we're meeting 8.15... Um, and then setting off from there to to Devil's Peak. What I like to try and do is try and leave the vehicles there and get an Uber, because leaving vehicles at the other end is not not advisable. Um, okay. Because it's it's isolated and um, yeah, undesirables love to come and see what they can get out of your cars. So just give us a quick rundown of of the um, the trail itself. So you start on the path that goes up to Devil's Peak, um, and and to the neck between. Devil's Peak and, and Table Mountain. 
and you don't go the whole way to the neck. You, you within 10 minutes, you on the contour path and then you head off along the contour path. And as it sort of weaves in and out of the, the, the valleys um, or the, the ravines, you then come across the rivers and, and, and the waterfalls coming down. And one of them you actually walk, you have to walk behind the waterfall. So if you've seen you the photograph. You just sparked my interest. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And what? it's you, you walk behind the waterfall and then the, the view out is of the city and of, of Signal Hill. Oh, that's a photo that you that the, that's the guys photograph. from Cape Town, et cetera, posted, yes. right? Yeah. I'm going to retweet that. Ooh, that looks beautiful. So, Can I drink the water? You can drink the water, absolutely. There's nothing wrong with the water at all. It's fresh mountain water. So it's a, it's a great walk, and then you finish off with just having a bit of a snack at Clove Corner and looking over Camps Bay and then heading down to back down to the parking lot. How long? It took us three hours the la- last week, So, but that was lots of stopping, and yeah, I think it would probably take three hours as well. Three hours with lots of stopping? Yes. Oh, wow. Okay. So... Sounds like something I can do. It is definitely something you can do. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, eight fifteen parking lot uh, on just off Tafelberg Road. Tafelberg on on Tafelberg Road, on the left hand side. Yeah, where the Sandpox um, building is. So the top parking lot. There are two parking lots. Nice one. That is on Sunday. And then our dear guest, Andre. We've walked this journey with you since the sad tragedies that we had seen um, on Falls Bay side. Uh, touched base with you a couple of times. Where are we now, man? Um, we're <clears throat> working quite hard on uh, on putting a plan together for, I think, essentially for the for the summer season coming, mm-hmm. spring season. It's not that far away if you think about it. Um, September, October. Um, so at the moment, it's trying to get kind of all the ducks in a row, working with city law enforcement, Table Mountain National Park, with SAPS. Um, putting together an integrated plan, <coughs> including all of the users of the mountain, if you like, so the hikers, climbers, runners, um, so that we can kick this season off with a much higher level of, of, of safety and, and security, unlike the previous season where, where there was very little, if not nothing, in place. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of a, an ongoing project, um, culminating, I think, on the 1st of September, which we can talk about we've got some exciting ideas for the first which is the you know first day of spring and so forth so nice one uh, andre van skagweg is with us uh, i mean it, if we're to 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 just take a step back and and go back to the uh, table mountain watch where, where did it all begin uh, 2007 i walked into a public meeting which was being held at uh, at um, uh, newlands forest um the, the, the attacks in those days were mostly concentrated in the northern section of the park. A lot of action on Lion's Head, Rhodes Memorial around mm-hmm. those areas, mm-hmm. uh, even Skeleton Gorge back then. Um, and for my sins, I, I I kind of tended to think that because I was quite involved with the neighborhood watch in Hart Bay and the building of that, and, you know, those were early days, that there were a lot of similarities and that if we could kind of employ an eyes and ears type of tactic on the mountain, at least we'd get we'd get the kind of intelligence that we need. <clears throat> Who are these guys? Where do they come from, etc. And that started off with a safety ac- with a, a safety action group back then. It kind of fell apart, and there wasn't a lot of there wasn't a lot of interest from the authority side. Um, we went activist for a while, and 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 created a huge amount of awareness in the press, uh, in an effort to to pressurise the the various authorities to do something about the situation. That went through various iterations. 
And I think this past season, unfortunately, just culminated in a in a complete, yeah, you know, a complete disaster, which I think has brought a lot of people's it captured a lot of attention, um, especially on the authority side. And I think there is a realization now that something needs to be done, and we cannot go through this every year. And it's actually not new that that happened over the past season; it's happened before. Mm-hmm. But it, it just, yeah, it it uh, it, it somehow sparked uh, it was the tipping point, I think, in some in some respects. So. Uh, Tim, there's quite a lot of uh, issues that we also need to cover with uh, Andre. Um, uh, basic safety rules that we need to be yeah. thinking of as well. Yeah, so um, basically, um, what are the kind of things that people need to um, be aware of? Or sort of a couple of pointers are when you set out what what should you be looking at, what should you be doing um, every time that you set out? You know, I think um, we, we tend to do a, put a lot of effort into some things that we organize in life. So we have a dinner party or some sort of birthday event, and we put a lot of effort and thought into that. But we put very little thought and effort into our own safety. Mm-hmm. And when we're going onto the mountain, <clears throat> you know, we still have people who hike alone, and, and that's fine. I think you can hike alone, but you need to just consider the risk that's, that's involved. What area am I going into? What's the history in that area? What has happened in that area before? Can I put a safety plan together with the people that I'm walking with? <clears throat> I should walk in a group anyway. I mean, the golden rule with hiking is that you walk in a group. Yeah. And that's not necessarily because you're going to get attacked. Mm. It's because if something goes wrong, you need the resources to get yourself out of trouble. Um, if you're out there hiking on your own, break your ankle, then that's it. You know, um, yeah. uh, If there are three or four of you, which I think is roughly the minimum, then you can start to actually plan your, uh, you know, you can plan your rescue and and, uh, and your recovery. And the same with 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 uh, with the situation where you might be, uh, you know, where you might have been mugged. So, you know, do we contemplate that? Do we talk to each other before we before we lead off on the hike? Do we have a plan? Who's going to do what if if we are confronted? If we see somebody coming towards us, what is the plan? Yeah. And what are the options? And uh, so that at least we were all aware of it up front. By the time it starts to happen and uh, and Tom, you've experienced it. Then, essentially, it's too late. Um, you know, then then you're into a whole different ballgame with an assailant right up close to you, yeah. who's armed and and dangerous. So, we need to be avoiding and and uh, and creating distance between ourselves and these people, and uh, and that needs a plan. That needs us to take responsibility for our own safety, come up with a plan, discuss that plan with your group, execute that plan, make mm. decisions, um, and uh, we need to do that at home, and we need to do it. You know downtown and we need to do it on the mountain now as well so yeah it's a combination of a whole bunch of factors that you need to consider and everybody does things differently Uh, we're not all uh, rambo and you know um, we're all going to behave differently Um, so we need to take that into account and have a plan basically 31567 is the SMS line. You can join the conversation as well by calling on 021-446-0567. Tim Land is here. Andre van Skalkvik is here as well. We're talking uh, mountain safety. Andre, there's, there's, um, I do remember a particular time where there was a lot of issues around um, struggling with coordination. And I do believe that it's all being sorted out now. Are people on the same page? No, not Where am I being too hopeful? I think you, 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 <laughs> like, you're ahead of, the, ahead of the game a bit. Um, you know, it, that is the challenge that we faced, with, uh, is to coordinate between the different authorities um, to get the National Park to step up and own this, um, uh, to get the city law enforcement uh, um, and, and those authorities involved, which they, which they, and I mean, I must say over the last two to three months or so, we've had tremendous support. 
um, from them, uh, saps and so forth. So everybody plays a role in this in this picture, including the hikers themselves, the runners, the the cyclists, and I mean they're coming to the party as well. We've had massive group meetings, 170 people in a room, uh, talking about this. Uh, you know, looking at different ways that we can we can keep ourselves safe. But creating a, that that integrated plan is the challenge at the moment, and and that's the challenge that I'm putting out here right now today with you on the radio to the national park, to the management of the national park, to sand parks, to city and, and to SAPS, um, to tourism, the, the, the departments of tourism at a national and and a, and a local level, to come to the party. We've got two months, two and a half months left to put that plan together. On the 1st of September, we want to announce that plan. It happens to be a Saturday as well. We kick off the new season, and we want all of those guys standing up front there with us on the podium with the plan. We want to put that plan up on the board, and it must be owned by all of us. Um, if there's a party that's not on that podium on that day, it's going to be very, um, it's going to be very apparent, and then we will know where we stand um, at the end of the day. Um, so we're prepared to put everything towards us. This is the Security Action Group. 50, 60 organizations now that uh, that uh, have pledged support <coughs> towards this. And we want the authorities to step up. That's the challenge. We've got some work to do. We're, we're in that process. But I'll be, you know, I'd be lying to you if I, if I said to you that it's going swimmingly well at the moment. It's very hard to get these guys to commit, mm. to deliver on those commitments. Um, and, and that's our challenge over the next two, two to three months or so is to get that to, to start happening more and more and on a much finer, much more granular basis, so that every week, basically, we know what we're doing over the weekends, we know where the authorities are going to be, we know where our guys are going to be, we juxtapose those, and we keep people safe. I think I will always struggle to um, understand why it is that something as important as this, as with other areas, of course, and other issues, we, we can't seem to find people, all parties involved, to get around uh, the table and and agree on a way forward, but that's another matter altogether. In the meantime, though, Andre, is it safe? Is it safe out there? What's the situation? Can I go out with Tim and hike out there? It's always safe with me. <laughs> it probably has nothing to do with crime, right? <laughs> 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 you might want to avoid that. Um, no, look, it's it's. It's as safe as it's going to be in any environment. It's as, mm. it's as safe as it's going to be in your neighborhood if you want to go for a walk downtown, if you want to go for a walk. You need to be aware. You need to understand that there are people out there that want to take your stuff away from you. Um, you need to be on the lookout for that. Um, it's safe to the degree that you know your plan is in place. You're walking with other people. Um, you're in an area where uh, you know this, this doesn't happen very often or even an area where you know uh, the ranges are, are, are prevalent, saps are prevalent, the front table of Table Mountain, is. there's a lot of activity there and, and on the author- from the authorities' perspective as well. So there, yeah, there I think the level of safety is much higher. Uh, if you were planning to do something, you know, way out there in Echo Valley over the weekend, then I'd probably say no, um, I wouldn't advise it at this point in time. Um, we're, we've got lots of initiatives to take back these sensitive areas. Um, guys down south are working with the hash, uh, hashtag uh, Save South Hikes, hashtag um, uh, Take Back Our Mountain. They're running hikes almost every week um, into these sort of more sensitive areas. Um, and I, I believe those, that activity in those areas will start to, to help us to open up those areas again and keep the bad elements out. 
because they don't operate where there's a lot of activity mm. and, and where there are a lot of people and so forth. So, I think one of the, the important things that I always drive home to people, I mean, I had somebody on Facebook the other day saying, I just want to be able to walk in my city. I want to walk on the mountain because I'd asked, they said they wanted to join a hiking group. And I said, well, or, or a walking group. And I said, well, is it in the city or on the mountain? And they were like, either or. They don't really care. They just want to go somewhere where it's safe. Mm. Uh, the the thing about the mountains is define safe, and I think it, it's it's being people being aware of what is out there and 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 what is happening. I think what we need to do now is try and make people when they do go out for a walk just to be aware. I don't want people to be scared and afraid because that's that kind of defeats the whole purpose of going out and enjoying yourself in the mountain. Um, but be aware of your surroundings and. And know what's going on around you. Don't just put your f- your head down and, and walk on the path. Um, if you do see somebody that doesn't look like they should be there, greet them or you know try and break that cycle of you know, these guys have got a plan. And if we can break that plan, then yeah. So the idea is, if you see him before he sees you, you're ahead of the game. Yeah. If he's already spotted you and sussed you out you're one step behind that process. Yeah. And by the time he, he acts uh, in, that, in that action, he's, he's way ahead of you in the game. So yeah. you need to be able to spot him beforehand. It's not easy in this kind of terrain. I mean, there, you know, there's Feinbos that's head height all over the place, mm. so it's easy to get ambushed. Um, but at the same time, you know, um, you, you need to be out there and you need to be aware of what's going on. I don't think we need to be scared to go into the mountain no, in any way, shape or form. Get out there, have a good time. Um, you know, we don't stop swimming in the sea just because, yeah. you know, there are great whites floating around. Um, we, we calculate the risk and we have a plan, you know, and, and then we go out there and we have a really good time. Um, we've had incidents where people, in fact, not so long ago, I had a call from one of the guides on the mountain who'd spotted somebody. And I just said to him immediately, do not go back along that same route. You've spotted the guy, report it, which she did. Yeah. The rangers were there within five or ten minutes. Mm. And uh, the guy was uh, was interrogated, and you know he was off off trail, sitting high up, uh, completely. You know, just looked completely out of out of uh, out of place, and um, and so they were able to you know to yeah. gently take him off the mountain. And her and, and she had three clients with her, uh, did not get themselves into trouble in any way, shape, or form. They they continued along. They went off. In fact, they turned left down Plutterclip, down onto the onto the tar road. Yeah, saps were there with, with, within a couple of minutes, and they could they could sort the situation out. So she spotted the guy. In fact, one of her clients spotted the guy. Um, she called. We advised her. She took that advice. Um, saps were there within minutes, and the situation was sorted out without any without any uh, escalation. And also, I mean, one of the things is that people always um, say we need eyes and ears, and who better to be the eyes and ears than the people that are on the mountain? Exactly. Um, the the problem is that has been in the past, which which we now try to sort out, is that the the eyes and ears must now communicate, and allow others that are not on the mountain or the authorities and alert them to the situation and maybe nothing, but treat it as if it is something. If your sixth sense tells you that it's not right, rather go with your gut it's and gut and gut and gut and rather feel. be safe than it's sorry. It's that gut feel, that uncomfortableness. Yeah, you know it when you feel it. And that's when you need to act. That's when you need to make that decision. It is also important, gents, while we um, need to be aware and understand what is going on, that we also don't lose sight of the fact that we, we're talking about a beautiful place as exactly. well. Exactly. You know, 
Um, we're talking about uh, an incredibly amazing place. Um, which is your, your your favorite, if I if I may ask, um, Andre? Uh, favorite hike, favorite yeah, favorite yeah. area. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I love the edgy stuff, and and so if you talk to me about um, Left Face, you know Mystery B. If you talk to me about um, the Ken Traverse. Um, those are, uh, you know, the, the sort of the Twelve Apostles, uh, Spring Step Over. Um, there are a whole bunch of, of sort of scrambles that you can go on, and, and they're borderline, you know, D grade, C grade climbs. Um, they're fantastic. There are so many places that you can go to that are completely off, off the beaten track, and that can take you the whole day to get there and to get back. Uh, Boschcliff Needle and so forth. So. Um, but yeah, on any good given day, I mean, whether it's Skeleton Gorge, Cecilia Forest, the waterfall, um, oh, there's just all of them. We're spoiled for choice. You know, I started with uh, with your dad's book, uh, yeah. Tim, um, a friend and I, Peter, and uh, we just took the book, uh, opened it to the to the table of contents. We looked at all the A's and uh, sorry, the B's and C grade uh, uh, walks on it or hikes, climbs. And we just started at the top, and mm. I've still got the book. It's a fairly thin sort of book, and if you remember yeah. it, and um, I've made notes all over that book uh, yeah. in in pencil, the date, time, mm. where we'd gone along and and gotten completely lost because that tree's no longer there, or <laughs> the boulders <laughs> the boulders <laughs> fallen away, and, yeah. and uh, we just for uh, I think nearly two years we were on the mountain every you know every second weekend, and, yeah. and we just did them all. We absolutely did them all. Um, and you, you can just keep going. I mean, there's exactly. so yeah, much. There's, there's, there's lots. There, there are routes that yeah. I've still yet to have done. Yeah. Um, one of them, which I'm almost embarrassed to, to say, and one day I will get to doing it, is India Fenster. I've done rescues. Not. I've done rescues. Wait, what is that? Halfway up and halfway down. I've Wait, never done on. the full lot in one go. What is it called? <laughs> India Fenster. It's right Ind- under the cable car, yeah. um, under the cableway. Um, I cannot believe that you have that. <laughs> I've, uh, I don't know why, but I've just I've never ever right. completed it. I've I've been on it. I've been on sections of it, but I've never done it from the bottom cable station to the top cable station. All right, so I'll organise with you. I, I will guide you up that trail. I, don't <laughs> yeah, know, I won't please. charge you for it. <laughs> we'll go and do it. <laughs> Bring a friend or two. Before we run out of time, uh, Andre, what, what, what do you, I mean, there is what we spoke about earlier, uh, the need for a whole lot more um, mm. you know, parties to come together in, in, in resolving what is going on. But for us average Joes and Janes, what do we do? We, we remain aware um, we, we take responsibility for our own safety. We talk to each other before we go onto the mountain. We decide where we're going to be going to, how long it's going to take us. We, we tell people where we're going. We don't deviate from that path. Um, we call in uh, uh, anything that, that makes us feel uh, you know, uh, uncomfortable on the mountain. Mm. We look for those kind of hidey holes and, and places where people are dropping a lot of debris and a lot of litter generally that, that indicates something's going on there and uh and we have a good time and we leave no trace and uh, yeah. and we stay safe as much as we can together and we help each other to stay safe on the mountain uh, um, throughout the throughout the process i like it a lot tim landy yeah do you want to give more uh, just recap on um what is it the weekend your invite yeah so <laughs> so the weekend um 8 15 at the parking lot at Clough neck on Tafelberg road and 
Yeah, it's three hours. It's a spectacular walk. Um, it's not a difficult walk by any means. Um, and yeah, you'll get to see some amazing waterfalls and just enjoy the city. You know, I've done this walk in summer and it's re it's it's nice. But to do it at this time of the year is best time ever because you walk past, I think it's about six or seven waterfalls. Mm. Um, and yeah, each one of them is different and just blows your mind away. They're really, and it's, it's just a great morning out. And then when you finished, you know, we'll be finished probably around about 12 o'clock. You've still got half the day to go. So mm. it's really nice. Looking forward to that. Um, Andre, thank you, man. Thank you, Cookhead. So I really appreciate everything you guys are doing. Fantastic. Yeah, thanks for um, coming. Thank you very much. Appreciate it.